0: I feel refreshed. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders as a Nets fan. As a Nets fan, I've seen a lot. I mean, I wore my 2015 We Are Playoffs shirt to the gym today. You wasn't there. You wasn't there watching the Nets play the Atlanta Hawks. You wasn't there thinking that the Nets, as the eighth seed, Could beat the one seed. You wasn't there. Some of y'all were. Some of y'all were. And shout out to the people that threw out their receipts. But you got to understand, the NBA is entertainment. And this is also a business. And we can feel betrayed. We can feel let down. We can be mad at Josiah. We can be mad at Sean Marks. You could be mad at KD. You could be mad at Kyrie. But if you like basketball, if you like hoop, and you have loyalty, to the New York Nets that turned into the New Jersey Nets and then turned into the Brooklyn Nets. And people are still hitting the voicemail, which you could do, Uh, 929-500-103 if you want to be on the show. We're going to take our time today. Uh, Today I got time. Today I got time because what I'll say is this. Sean Marks, whether he keeps his job or not, I don't know. Joe Sy... As the owner of the Nets, he's he shown his hand a little bit. And if you're a Nets fan that was here specifically for Katie and Kyrie, there's the door. We understand the Nets went the superstar route. And there's a ton of risk in that. There was not enough of a reward. I keep hearing that the Nets now can't win a championship as if they won a championship. They haven't. I have to remind folks, they made it to Game 7 of the second round. They didn't even get to a conference championship. So all of this was much about nothing. All the drama, all the BS, all the trades, all the attention. Nobody cares about the Nets. There's no Nets fans. That's incorrect. Everybody's talking Nets now, and this Nets world has been built. So if you're a fan of the Brooklyn Nets and you like watching basketball, There's still going to be games. I'm going to the game tonight. But now we don't have the pressure of Kevin Durant, arguably the best player in the NBA here, and his best friend, BFF besties, Kyrie Irving. We don't have the pressure of, okay, these guys are superstars with rings. They're supposed to bring a ring to Brooklyn. They, They didn't. They got swept out of the first round last year. They're not as great as everyone made them out to be. And you know what I'll also add? We had good times. We had bad times. I feel differently about KD than I do about Kyrie. I feel differently about, you know, what KD did. I understand. KD came here with Kyrie. And uh, unfortunately, KD was fragile. His first year, he sat out the whole year. They paid him. They finessed this organization. He's been hurt every year. And there's two things that are parallels. Last year, when KD went down, when Bruce, Bruce Brown got bulldozed into him, Frail legs, just can't take a hit. Not knocking the guy, it just is what it is. He's injury prone. He goes down and Harden doesn't want to be Batman. He's he's trying to be Robin, the KD's Batman. He doesn't want to carry the team. He quits on the team. Kyrie is in and out of the lineup, being anti-vax guy. Harden quits on the team. He forces his way out. Deja vu this year. Everything's going good. 12-game win streak. You win 18 out of 20. Then KD gets hurt. Kyrie carries the team a little bit and thinks that that affords him a four-year max contract $200 million extension. No, silly rabbit. We ain't going for it. So he requests a trade. Him going out to Dallas led to KD, right, the organization doing right by KD and saying, hey, we're not going to wait till the end of the year, even though we did make this Kyrie trade trying to bring assets to retool around you. We'll, we'll do what we said we're going to do. We'll trade you to the Phoenix Suns and only the Phoenix Suns where you want to go. Thank you for your time here. Let's move forward. Robin, Hudson, go Look, for it.
1: I mean, you can't sugarcoat it to start, right? Like, the, the, you got to get the obvious stuff out of the way. Biggest disaster in NBA history, whatever you want to call it. Epic failure. All those things are true. It, the Kyrie, KD duo, the scary hours, all that stuff Sucked. You know, we've been dealing with constant drama, like you mentioned. One playoff series win. You can blame whoever you want to blame. I think that Kyrie, in some ways, was at the root of every issue that happened. But Josiah is the owner. It's, it's his job to smooth some of that stuff over. Sean Marks is the general manager. Katie apparently wanted him out. The, the thing I'm, I'm miffed with Katie about, and, and look, it's still a great thing that Kevin Durant wore a, a Nets uniform, I suppose. But just how seemingly attached to Kyrie He's been through all this despite, you know, all the stuff that that Kyrie brought, the the shenanigans. So all that's true. And the the idea of a championship is gone. But there was no championship before, like you mentioned. This is the the greatest hypothetical team that ever was. In in reality, they're not a great team. They never were a great team. And it it seems like they were never going to be a great team. So the the ripping of the Band-Aid can be cathartic in some ways. Because now you've got a fun group to root for. You know, there's a likability factor. Jacques Vaughn, about the most likable person on the planet Earth. Cam Thomas just became the youngest player in NBA history to score 40 points in three plus games, three straight games. I don't know what he's eventually going to be, but it's at least something to feel good about. Nick Claxton, a good young player. And then a plethora of wings like Bridges is good. Cam Johnson is good. Dorian Finney-Smith is a good player. Uh, Dinwiddie's a good player, so there, there's a lot of guys that make you think. At least I think this can still be a playoff team, can still be a competitive team, a fun team to root for. And it, it's just in everyone's best interest, probably, to move forward. I was in the boat of keep KD past the trade deadline, and see what you can do, and revisit in the summer. But it is what it is. It's over. It will not be looked upon fondly. And hopefully, the for uh, the future. Will be better because bottom line, the next era of Nets basketball can't be worse than the previous era of Nets basketball.
2: Yeah, I mean it can't be worse based on missed expectations, right? The the level of achievement to expectation. We go up two to nothing in that Buck series. People are saying the Nets ruined the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. The the level of expectation we had was dynasty, was better than the Golden State Warriors dynasty, was establishing this as the greatest team in NBA history. So to only win seven playoff games, definitely the Nets are the biggest disappointment compared to those great expectations. But I I find it interesting to me, and and I hold uh, large amounts of contempt for the way Kyrie left the Nets and the way he acted when he was on the Nets. I don't hold that same level of contempt for Kevin Durant. I think the Nets did right by him. Um, and show to other superstars that, you know, if you are a good team player, if you're a good superstar, it, in terms of an organizational perspective, we will do right by you, even if it is a tough decision for the organization itself. But it, it's interesting to me, the, the lack of discussion around flack that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are getting, certainly more for Kyrie, but... When you look at Kevin Durant coming to the Nets, and, and Robin, this is, was your phrase and a lot of other people's phrases, but Kevin Durant was supposed to be the bus driver, right? He was supposed to be option number one. He was so great, and he is so great, that he made James Harden and Kyrie Irving number twos and threes. To make Kyrie Irving a number three on a team is, is almost a, a comical thing to do. But... For as great as he was in in spurts and when he wasn't injured and and when he had a a cast of uninjured players around him and stars around him, the Nets only won seven playoff games. And when you're looking at an outcomes perspective, there is, of course, the Nets are not blameless. Joe Sean Mark's not blameless. But at the end of the day, winning only seven playoff games for a player as great as Kevin Durant is, who came on to be the face not only of the Brooklyn Nets, but of basketball in New York and honestly basketball in the NBA when he made that move is disappointing from his perspective and is a disappointment on his resume and it's a blemish on his resume. Not that he is, the Nets are completely blameless, but I think there is something to be discussed to the fact that he is joining another team and doing another, once again, joining a team that already has established championship credentials whether or not the sons were going to win one without him is up to be debated but championship credentials and so now it remains to be seen whether or not Kevin Durant's legacy and certainly Kyrie Irving's legacy is able to take a hit like this because for as much of a failure that is at, as the Nets organization it's also a failure for those two players individually
1: yeah look I don't wish ill will for anybody uh Kyrie like I said I think is at the root of so many of these issues but KD, when the going gets tough, KD gets going, <laughs> it seems to be the case. And what's so funny about it is they, they looked so good when they were out there playing with KD and, and the, you know, the other core group of players, even before they upgraded the, the rest of the roster. You know, I've actually heard that behind the scenes, um, he may not have been a, as loved by some of his teammates uh, and that there was some chaos behind the scenes, even when they were winning this year. Uh, but you know, I don't want to just badmouth people either. On the, the way out the door, um, you know, Kevin Durant. Good luck in Phoenix. But they didn't really do much for this team. You know, they wore they wore a uniform. Maybe they helped build the brand in that sense. But as far as like the imprint that they had, the lasting imprint, what is it? It's a, it's a flaming dumpster in front of Barclays Center. Not really any Seven hardware.
0: Seven playoff wins.